and welcome back to the Talking Dad podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things dad. Fatherhood, parenting and men's mental health. So in this episode we're going to talk a little bit about some recent parenting rewards and challenges. I did a blog recently around this same topic and that sort of detailed some of the rewards and challenges from when we took the kids away for a weekend. It was our anniversary weekend and I just suggested that we go away because I really fancied doing something different to be honest. Um, Airbnb type thing in the middle of the countryside with some interesting walks or places to go and walk around obviously. Something to do for the kids, playing football in the field, um, that sort of thing. I just wanted to have a change of scenery and get away for a weekend. So with it being slightly short notice, we, we didn't have anyone to have the kids. We took them with us. Um, not the most ideal thing to do on your anniversary weekend, but sometimes these things can't be helped, can they? And I suppose they are our kids after all. We went to stay in an Airbnb on the Powys and Shropshire border. Um, it was a, a, from what I could gather, a working farm, and we were sort of secluded out on the, on the edges of that. There was a nice little cabin type type situation with a a hot tub and a little field next to it i think it's mainly for sort of couples getaway type things but um yeah it was nice enough for me and me the wife and the kids and we went to have a little wander around montgomery uh the little village and montgomery castle uh the old remains and ruins of the castle and i'll i'll put a link in the show notes to obviously the the blog on the website will tell you a little bit more in detail so I mean part of that the challenge let's call it was um you know having a six-year-old now he's obviously um very wise to adult conversations and very wise to things that you maybe sometimes as a parent let your guard down and don't necessarily think the kids are listening but they pick up on everything and they'll repeat things and you think oh I shouldn't have said that or I hope they didn't overhear that and they're going to repeat it elsewhere. But I was talking through some of the, reading through some of the signs and reading them out loud of the the castle. I thought it's, you know, it's going to be somewhat educational for for me to read that out and for him to hear it. And I didn't proofread one of the signs and I just kept reading. And one of them was um, a, a story about Maud, who was a lady in, in, in 1288 who actually lay dying at the castle gates um, because she travelled up to the, the castle to collect her her saucepan from William of St. Albans and uh, subsequently received a severe blow to the head from a rock that was later found nearby. It doesn't actually tell you who did that. Obviously, the theory is that William of St. Albans or whoever was occupying the, the castle at the time didn't take too kindly to somebody coming and knocking on his uh, castle gate. So... Um, yeah, as I was reading that, it was one of those situations where I'm starting to read through it and I'm reading it out loud and my six-year-olds are sort of perched right next to me, really sort of interested in this story as it goes along. And I'm thinking, I need to stop reading this now because he's going to ask me lots of questions and uh, I'm not quite sure where the story's going. Um, that's pretty much the, the gist of it. And um he did. He kept asking, what happened to the lady? What happened to that? And then 10 minutes later, we'd get further around the hill and it'd be like, so what happened to that lady? And so we just had to sort of come up with this story of that back in the olden times, 
people could be a little bit more nasty than than what people are nowadays and uh, it was a very very long time ago and we sort of kind of got away with it on that basis as we moved away and started to look at other areas of the around the castle and different signs and things like that so kind of got away with that one as i say links in the in the show notes to the the talking dad blog which is over on the lone wolves collective website and a little bit more recently a couple of weekends ago we went to the um the lamin event at the local the local college um agricultural college in nantwich cheshire and somehow let me know if this happens to you as well but my wife seems to um come up with these family traditions that develop out of nowhere that i'm not quite aware of it being a family tradition and um it seems that lamin has become one of these things and so she'll say oh we're going to we're going to go to lamin at the weekend and i'm like well we could do or could do something else that's a bit more interesting that maybe i want to do uh, anyway we ended up going lamin and uh yeah she said it's it's a tradition so apparently my six-year-old has been every year and had a picture with a lamb uh which had dotted about the house somewhere or in a box or a drawer i haven't been every single year but i've been a few years out of out of the the five or six so we went down there and it was a typical sort of march early march weekend it was it was gray and wet uh but it was a fairly decent turnout it gets quite busy down there it's quite popular i suppose it's all families and and going out for the the day and the weekend it can be educational i suppose for the kids i mean when i first went i wasn't quite into it but i can see how you know it kind of raises money for the college and and the things that they've got going on and it also can be educational for the kids and stuff like that i suppose in this area we do live around a farming community we're not that far away so it was good for the kids and then we got to queue up for 20 odd minutes 25 minutes to have a lamb sat on the kids lap and take a picture of it uh which will go in the collection wherever that is and the youngest who's uh, not quite two yet he's had two pictures with a lamb and on both of the pictures he is looking rather distraught uh, with his crying face so i'm not quite sure he's quite into the lambing idea the weekend of, of having a lamb on his lap one interesting thing i did see while we were there which i pointed out to my six-year-old and the sort of big kid in me coming out uh while we were sort of in the queue waiting for this lamb picture um there's a cattle shed next to us with a couple of gates that we were stood away from and uh you know the cat. The, the cow did what cows do and started having a, a a big poo, which I pointed out to my six-year-old because I thought that might be funny to him. Obviously, also funny to me. Not long after the cow had done that and walked off, or or carried on doing it while it was walking, a little robotic machine came over and sort of sucked the poo up and sucked the uh, uh, you know scooped it up, a bit like a um, an automatic like robot Hoover you might get for the house or you. Well, you can get on as a lawnmower, can't you, for the lawn? Uh, one of them. And it just sort of goes around the edges of the sort of cattle shed and sucks up all the uh, all the mess. I don't know what it does with it, where it puts it, but I'm guessing somebody's job is to clean that out. Um, that was quite interesting to see. It shouldn't really be something that's surprising, but it was a bit of a, uh, a look at that, modern technology, scooping up cow poo. Um, 
I mean, back back way back uh, when I was at last year of primary school and we went to stay down on a farm in Devon. It was Michael Mapurgo's farm, the author, children's author. And we went to stay down there. And part of the, the job during the week was um, was shoveling shoveling out the, the cattle shed into and, and loading up the slurry pit. One of my uh, sort of fond memories of a ch- as, as a child. So I don't know why I was interested in that, but <laughs> it just made me chuckle. And so linking back in to the parenting rewards and challenges, obviously we've had the reward of taking the kids out for a day, a little bit of education, seeing something fun. They enjoyed it. That's the rewarding part that we spent the day together as a family. The challenging part came at the very start of the day when... My six-year-old, he's got a couple of hoodies that are slightly too big for him, so they're obviously very comfortable and keep him warm. So that's why we put them on him on days like that. But he's going through a phase at the moment where he'd rather put his hood up than wear his woolly hat. So the conversation started as we arrived and started to get out of the car was, can you put your hat on because you're going to be cold? Um, which he mumbled something, I can't recall exactly what he'd said but it was to the tune of basically no um and then as we made our way from the car to the other car park where we were meeting up with friends it was a uh a um an ongoing topic of conversation you know can you put your hat on please because you're going to be cold and uh take your hood down because you can't actually see where you're going or hear what people are saying um and i was walking in front at this point because I'd kind of given up on that part of the conversation, thinking this isn't going anywhere. We'll come back to this later. And uh, my wife carried on the conversation and said that to him as she was walking with her friends just in front. And as she said, take your hood down because you can't hear what people are saying. That's why I'm asking you to put your hat on. My six-year-old, rather quick-witted, came back with, well, I can still hear you moaning. Which got a... A rapturous applause from from the passers-by and from our friends. And I thought that was pretty hilarious that I just put my head down and carried on walking ahead because that was a pretty good comeback. And I mean, that is part of a challenge as a parent that, you know, occasionally things like that will happen where a kid might call you out in public, which is, is some parents' worst nightmare because you're in public and uh, it's rather embarrassing. But it was very funny. At the same time. So that's the the parenting challenge and reward all wrapped up in one, really. That he's, he's shown some uh, some of his quick-wittedness. Um, but, yeah, it's not great when your kids kind of maybe come back at you with something like that in public. And you think, oh, no, I've not got one of them kids, have I? Today is just a bit of a short episode. A bit of a catch-up and round-up of, of sort of things that have been going on in between recordings with guests the idea of the sort of i suppose what the podcast episodes have kind of developed into now is that i probably have a conversation with a guest around um dad life fatherhood parenting or any other topics really that pop up and that's not just um confined to talking to dads either you know that could be any conversation so there will be a guest kind of comes at the beginning of the month and that's like the first episode of the month and then we'll do an episode similar to this where we have a little bit of a roundup i have a little bit of a chat it might be some funny goings on that i've experienced or it might be 
a little dad rant about something. And uh, that's kind of the the format as I've, as I've settled on so far. We'll see how that turns out. Um, obviously, you probably know by now, especially if you follow me on social media, that we are part of the Lone Wolves Collective website. And that is a new space and website for independent creators. Myself and Rob Jones have created this. And it's initially somewhere we're going to showcase all of our stuff. So podcasts, blogs, any other interesting things we come up with can kind of live on there. We're not so reliant on social media then, just in case the world of social media um, disappears. Who knows? So following that, we have also teamed up on another podcast, our Pop Culture Adjacent Podcast, which is Last Exit on Mainstream. And you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. And also it's got its own social media links as well so that's me and rob joining up like we did a while back on this podcast to discuss um woodstock 99 documentary the hbo one and uh we just thought that that was something interesting that we did and it didn't really fit very neatly anywhere else so we would create something new and that would give us a chance to carry on having them kind of conversations elsewhere so there's new episodes out of last exit so there'll be a link in the show notes and you can find us on your podcast app And Jamie's Man Cave has now got its own podcast called the Man Cave Beers Podcast. Jamie's Man Cave is on Instagram and YouTube. That's where we did the beer reviews and the homebrew stuff. And now the Man Cave Beers Podcast has got its own handle on Twitter. And also it's on that Jamie's Man Cave Instagram. So there's a couple of episodes out on there talking about some, some plans for that project um it's just a place that i can jump on review a beer talk about my next home brew kit that i'm thinking about doing or have a chat with a friend or something like that so it's um that'll be linked in the the show notes as well you can come and have a chat with us there or come and have a pint with us and last but not least you can help the podcast grow and develop by coming and having a look at the patreon page you can make contributions you can sign up to the monthly uh, commitment or you can make a one-off donation just to help me keep things running. That would be nice to get paid for a little bit of my time that I spend talking into this microphone. It's the digital busker's hat, as I've called it in the past. So, yep, every little helps. And, uh, you know, it, there's also a section on there for uh, Jamie's Man Cave where you can buy me a pint. But, you know, not an expensive £6 pint that it might be nowadays. It's more of a £3 pint, so... It's not too expensive. You'd rather buy a pint there than you would buy me one in person in the pub, though, I would imagine. Right, that rounds us up for today. I will speak to you on the next one, and hopefully we'll see you soon with a another guest episode. Thank you.